This episode of First and Wild is brought to you by 84 Studios. Listen up, people. You want, you got a restaurant, you got a small business that you need some dope artwork for. Let me tell you something, man. Hit up 84studios.net online, or you can check out the Instagram page to see some of their previous work, 84 Studios. For inquiries and quotes, hit them up, man. Don't hesitate. Don't flex. Like I said, we support black business, man. 84studios.net. Check out the website. Get your quotes and inquiries ASAP to make your business go to the next level. 84 Studios, thank you for supporting this episode of the First and Wild Party. There it is, man. It's your boy Slim City Live featuring Savion. Saying it right? Yeah. All right, that's what it is, man. First of all, podcast, man. All the way from Kinston. Kinston, North Carolina. How far is Kinston from Raleigh? About an hour and a half. Hour? hour oh, man. Half. Like, you, you're, I was doing a little research on you, man. Like, your story's kind of crazy. <laughs> your, your journey is very, very interesting. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, you're standing the test of time. Oh, you're yeah. outlasting a lot of artists, and you're you're you're, you're like you. I mean, just based upon your story, like you're right, you're always you always been right there. Yeah, yeah. So I want to. This is before we start. Before I start name dropping mm-hmm. and, and some of these affiliations you're with. Uh, just tell us about growing up in Kinston and in, in the music scene. Because was that where you originally born? Yeah, Lenore County. Okay, because Lenore County, and uh, it's like um like. You know how you have them little country areas, and it might be like uh, I'm most people familiar with Greenville. ECU. Okay, Greenville, yeah. All right, so you got Greenville, you got like what Winterville, Aiden, Grifton, then you got Kinston. It's like okay. three little small towns. Okay, and I think like the biggest one out of that is probably Grifton, and it got probably like a population of four thousand. Damn. So Aiden might have three thousand. So in your place, everybody know everybody. Everybody know everybody. Damn, you can't get away with shit. Nothing. Damn. Nothing. So, uh, is your family from there as well? Because let's yeah. be honest, everybody tell you sound like you from New York. Oh, nah, nah. Matter of fact. The raspy? Yeah, yeah, but I've been to New York one time. I, I mean, was... We're going to get to that. We're yeah, going to yeah. we <laughs> get to that. But, I mean, the way the swagger, the movements is, is not in a, a southern, a natural southern uh, uh, type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? When I'm watching you, damn, I'm like, just... I just think it just don't sound like nobody. He moved like nobody. And it's like, this is Kinston? Okay. I've yeah. heard Kinston a couple of times. So, uh, like, if I come to Kinston, what's one thing I got to do in Kinston? <laughs> hey, stay on point. That's what you got to do. Stay on point? Stay on point. But, now, nah, um, we ain't really got too too much. You know what I'm saying? We got a few nightclubs. Yeah. You know, the shorties out there, they tough, you know. But they ain't. Hey, Hey, we got Kinston got its own mentality. I'm yeah. trying to tell you, it's like hey, it's tough in the K now. So, what, what, like, um, own mentality as far as like, well, I got to get the fuck out of here. You know, like, outsiders not welcome. That type of vibe out there. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that we welcome the outsiders, but yeah. just hey, they, they, they got a low tolerance level for the bullshit. Oh, bullshit. oh <laughs> man, niggas always ready to pop off. Right, right, but it ain't no different from. You know, anywhere else? Anywhere else, just like where we yeah. are now. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you ain't never lied. Fair enough. Yeah. When I was doing some time, I mean, I ran into a bunch of cats from here. I got some people, I got some family members up here too, but yeah, I ran into a whole lot of cats from from Fair enough. So, how long you had it uh, before we? Uh, let's before I want to ask about the how long you had to sit down for. But before we get to that, like growing up in Kingston, what, were you into just any sports? You were playing any? Well, like the music, and you know, I did a little sports up until probably about the ninth, tenth grade. I played basketball. Okay, you feel me? So then got kicked out of school, 
What you, what you was kicked out of school for? Well, really, it was like it was a situation like this. Like <laughs> me and one of my partners, yeah, we would go to school, yeah, and they had it where it was like first period, second period, home room. Then you go to third period, yeah. So we'll go to first period, second period, skip home room because that's when they did the roll, roll, Come and on, we'll man. skip the rest of the day. You got to go to home. Then you skip homeroom, then you go home. But they had me. I was at school every day, but they had me absent for like 40-some days. Damn, they said, fuck it, don't come back. Right. That's what they told me the next year. But, I, I, you know what I'm saying, I eventually, you know, moved to Greensboro. Oh, so you moved to Greensboro from Kingston. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You, that's where you graduated high school? Mm, I ain't graduated. No, said, fuck it. Yeah I, yeah, I got up in them streets. Oh, man. So this is what, like 16, 17? Yeah, this is like, shit, about, yeah, about 16, 17. All right, so I'm going to ask you to go back in time real quick, man. This is the first wild podcast where we talk about losing your virginity. <laughs> oh. what, what, was, what was that experience for you? Was that in Kinston or was that in Greensboro? Uh, that was like in, well, Kinston. But yeah. it was really like a town called Grifton. And uh, there was this chick from New York yeah. that came down. Uh-huh. And, uh, Older or younger? I think she was older than me. I think she was older than me. But I had a homeboy. I had my best friend, right? Yeah. And she stayed close to him. Him, okay. So he was like, he wasn't trying to knock her off or nothing. He had mad girls and shit. So he was like, yo, yo, um, come through. Yeah, come through. She like you. So I'm like, well, okay. So we went over our other homeboy house. Oh, love. So it's like, you know, it's probably about four or five guys, about four or five girls. So me and the girl go in the room. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? We go in the room, having our business, I open the door. Everybody is like Watch right it. there by the door. Everybody. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So, you know, I had to play it off like it wasn't my first time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was my first time. And shit. So do you still talk to her? Do you, do you remember her? I remember her, but I don't, I don't talk to her. I ain't seen her in a long time. But she'd have walked by you, we recognize her. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are, like, how old were you with, at that time? Like, I think I'm about, like, Hmm. About 15. 15? Yeah. Did 15. you feel different? Did you feel overwhelmed? Was it like, I could have waited on this? Or was it like... I was happy. You was happy? Yeah, I was happy. You wanted more? Yeah, I wanted more, but I was happy to get it over with. Over with. Oh, okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. All right. So I was like, tired of fronting. Oh, man. <laughs> you're tired of lying, ain't it? Right. Oh, Lord. I was tired of lying. So, so you use a condom? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, off the rip. Hey, a lot of people come in here and say the first time you you got to go raw. Oh, no. Hell no. Hell I'm no. not going to say that. Well, you listen to the podcast episodes, you see those artists talking that crazy shit. But, hey, more power to them. Yeah, yeah, that's on them. But, nah. So you just walking tall, walking a little different, chest out a little bit? Yeah, I mean, a little bit, but it was like my homeboy, he was giving me so much hell. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, he he had, like, he was real popular. So yeah. he had he had mad chicks. He had yeah. about five, six chicks yeah. in rotation. Yeah. So he would try to hook me up with this other chick, and she had a rumor going around in school, like, she was sleeping with grown men. Okay. But she liked me, so I'm like, man... I ain't trying to mess with her. She messed with grown men. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know for that. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. feel me? But I was just going off the room. And I was like, man, I ain't trying to mess with her. She messed with grown men. So she was persistent. Like, she really, really liked the meets. But, you know, some kind of way I, 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 I shunned her off. And she started liking somebody else. But then after that, 
That's when the pressure came with the, okay. with the other girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy, man. So let's talk about we, all right. So we're moving from Kinston, kicked out of school. We in Greensboro right now. So you going? What school you going to in Greensboro? I ain't going to school. Oh, you when just I out quit, there? Yeah. When okay. I quit school, um, this I got suspended. Okay. I got suspended from North Lenoir, um, um, in Kinston, and um, so I'm suspended for a whole week. I got family members that's living in Greensboro at the time. They in the streets. Mm -hmm. So they come down. I want to say it's like something like a Thanksgiving holiday break yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So when I see them, I'm like, shoot, everybody iced out, you know, got the jewelry, mm -hmm. got new clothes, got the house clothes at the time. And I'm like, shoot, I'm going back with y'all when y'all go. Yeah. So I leave. I don't tell nobody nothing. I just bounce, go up there with them. They on like the east side of Greensboro okay. doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? And they, my big cousin, he threw me right up in the mix with it. Yeah, you feel me? So that's what that's how I started. Oh, that's how you started. Yeah, it, in was the like, it was like it was like twelve of us, uh -huh. all of us from that way. Well, I ain't gonna say about eight of us from that way. Yeah, y'all had any affiliation, gang affiliation? Nah, nah, we just family. Okay, okay, we okay, all okay, family. Okay. We all cousins. Cousins. Okay, okay, okay. Straight up. All right. So when, when you when you get into that, it's like music. Are you doing music at this time too, or mm. not even? I think I was trying to write some rhymes at that point, but it won't it won't nothing. Serious. It wasn't nothing serious, right? So you haven't really got into the passion of music. But did you know growing up that you kind of had like a gift of gab or a way with words type of deal? Or do you think you growing up you noticed something like you saw things a little bit different differently than other people? As far as like lyrics and things like that. I kind of like, I, gravita I gravitated towards like the, the, um, the rappers that had that emotion. Yeah. But I liked it, the metaphors and stuff like that. But it was like them, the ones that had that emotion that could really kind of like Paint a picture, make mm -hmm. it vivid. Mm -hmm. Them the ones I gravitated to. Okay, more. got you, got you. Because you you're growing up in an interesting era. You know, right. you're growing up in real '90s rap, mm -hmm. so you had the higher New York influence. Right. And then right. you're you I guess at that time as well. Later in your teen years, you're, you're gravitating where the West Coast is coming out. NWA is getting way more popular. Yeah. And you're getting a little bit of both. The South hasn't taken off yet. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? But right. it's bubbling. So you're out in these streets. I guess that's where you catch your first charge in yep. Greensboro. In Greensboro. So first offense, you had to sit down for a while, or no? My cousin, he came and bailed me out. Um, mm -hmm. It was like it was crazy too, cause I came back to Kinston for about a week, and it's, you know it's kind of crazy. I made, I done made some money, so I'm come back home mm -hmm. and I see all my friends, all the girls and shit. Now I got some money, yeah. So I try to flex, yeah. Spend all my damn money, so. I catch a ride back to Greensboro. Yeah. When I get back to Greensboro, all my cousins them, we had a we had a brick house, big brick house, and all 12, 12 of us stayed in there. God damn. But they having a party in the basement when I get up there. Yeah. So my cousin like, you ready to hit the block? And I'm like, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna chill at the party a little bit and I'll go a little bit later. So we hit, I hit the um stayed at the party. I hit the block probably about three, four o'clock that morning. You know what I'm saying? By like eight o'clock that morning, I done made all my money back that I done spent down in the K. Nigga, so, you, wait, 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 nigga. Hold on, my nigga. Hold on. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Nigga, you on a block from 3 a.m. to 8 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. We selling white? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Like, cooked up or we selling it? Cook, it was already uh, yeah, cooked, cooked up. up. Okay, damn. Already cooked up. So, you know what I'm saying? 
I laid, I crashed, cause like my cousin. Is that the worst place to be? Like on the uh, on the a corner boy? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, cause you know what I mean. You out that mug, you don't know who coming, you don't yeah. know who watching you, you don't yeah. know if the laws watching, you don't know if they about to rush, rush you. The vultures, right? Then the weather, then you know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, you got to be out there, otherwise you, you know, you might miss the money. Yeah, cause yeah. somebody else out there. Yeah, you feel me? Like and we were kind of like trapping out of the projects, mm-hmm. but was we weren't really letting people come to where we would chill at, so we'll have to go outside. Sorry, yeah. So, we, so like, did you guys pretty much have like a system? Yeah, a little bit. Like, you know, like my cousin, he was he was he was the head man. Yeah. Then it's like my 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 my, my homeboy Dwayne, it was me and him. We we pretty much ran that little thing. Uh-huh. Everybody else, they were kind of like part-time. Yeah. So you know, if they needed something, they'll they'll grab a pack and they'll yeah, go, go get right. Them. Okay, okay. You feel me? Some of them work. But and, but you know but saying? you know, it's crazy about that because I, I'm interested in because uh it's like being a being a not say like a corner boy, but having your little block that you kind of running. It's just like, how did you facilitate like new customers or who vetted these new customers on in your end? Are you or were you just kind of blind to the fact that just like nigga, fuck whoever up, whoever walk up, whoever walk no, up? No, 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 we won't like that. Yeah, it was like like I came in, I came in late. When I came up there, everybody was already there. Yeah. So like I said, my my boy Dwayne and and, and my cousin Richie, Richie the the top dog, and then Dwayne, he right up under him. Mm-hmm. And then I fell right up under Dwayne because the rest of them, they, like I say, they would be like part-time. Yeah, like sometime, they, yeah. Yeah, they need some new outfit, they'll go hard. Or if they get caught in the jam and got to come up with some money, they'll go hard, get a pack, boom, boom, boom. But see, me, I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm staying down just like me and Dwayne, we staying down the yeah, whole time. time. Yeah. Full time, that's all we doing. Yeah. We get up every morning. Going to the block, going to the projects, get the pack, hey, we out there. So it's like, um, like I said, it was like 12 of us. So I had another cousin named Corey. And Corey, he a trip. Like, he, he more like a free spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, like, he don't take nothing too serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got so you. it's like... Long he got enough, he's straight. Straight. He don't need. He don't need excess. Right. Yeah. So when I got up there, he turning me on to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He's straight. Yeah. Yeah. She's straight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's straight. Oh, so he let you know who you can sell to. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. So I guess you. I guess cops run up with you on that same corner that that morning. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look, me, Dwayne, Corey, and uh, we had a dude. We had a dude that was uh, cool with us from Greensboro. Call him little Tony. I swear to God, nigga look like Fred Joe Star. <laughs> I swear to God, he look like Fred Joe Star. If I see him, if you see him right now, yeah. like that's Fred Joe, little Tony. We outside kicking it. So the police have come through, and in Greensboro, and I don't know if they still got them, but back then they had them black police cars. Oh, they still got them. Oh yeah, and with the hubcaps missing, so yeah. the whole entire shit is black. Besides, besides the stripe. Yeah, the stripe down. on the side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. They coming down the middle of the projects. We on this side, and um, Corey he take off. Well, you know every every project got a candy man. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so Corey take off. He walking to the candy man spot. Yeah. Uh, Tony follow him. Dwayne he follow him. I'm behind. I'm like I'm I'm coming out of some apartments. Yeah. And I'm walking, trying to catch up with him. But by the time I come up, I see the police car come from. Uh, I can yeah. I can see around the building, and I see the police car coming. So he jump out. He throw it on me, you know, he throw the gun on me, tell me to freeze. So I'm in the middle of the street, 
And I'm watching them. They done made it over to the Candyman house yeah. in, the, in the apartment. And I'm like, damn. So, you know what I'm saying? I had like, I probably had about, about 12, 13 rocks on me. Oh, fuck. So they locked me up. And that's 19, that's, that's back then when that was the a... mid-90s. Oh, Lord. Yeah, the mid-90s. So it was like, um, shit, I made bar. So then um, I came out. I was kind of shook because that's my first time being locked up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. thinking... How long were you in there for? Shit, I probably was in there about two hours. Oh, shit, ain't it? Yeah, but I'm shook. But, but you know, the process is still like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, like, oh, nigga, strip. Like, I've been locked up five days, but I was locked up by the state, so it took a while. Yeah. So, but just to, I mean, granted, I wasn't worried because it was my first charge and I knew it was, and I knew that the cops kind of had fucked up their situation. They yeah. fucked up a little bit. So I was like, I was cool, but I was just like, nigga. I was more thinking about my mom than anything, really. Right. So, yeah, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I wasn't really, like, my parents and shit, they were cool. My, my pops, I know he wouldn't get on my ass, but you know, my mom, she probably, she, she, she most like, she ain't really. You know, she ain't really yeah. getting to it like that. But <clears throat> get out. Uh-huh. For two, three days, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Like my cousin, he's like, yo, you ready for another pad? I'm like, nah, I'm good right now. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah. Shoot like a motherfucker. So then, <laughs> by, about, by, by, by the time that weekend come around, I go ahead and get my nerves up and I jump back out there. Uh-huh. So boom. Like I say, like. The block was jumping like so. Over a course of like two days, I made all my money right back and yeah. paid everybody for the bond and all that. Yeah, yeah I good. Made all my money right back. So my cousin, he had like um, like I said, he had my the, my cousin Richie. He had like a couple apartments out there in the project. So we had this older lady. You feel me? Um, she used to like my cousin, but. And her daughter used to like my cousin's brother. Yeah. So she'll let us come over there and chill and kick it. Yeah. She let us come over there. Yeah. She let us come over there, kick it and chill and all that right there. So boom, I be I just knocked off my pack. I walk in the uh, in the crib, and one of my homeboys there, one of my other cousins, name we call him G Rap. He there playing the game. So I sat down. I start playing the game. The lady, she in the back somewhere, and, and her daughter in the back somewhere. So we in the, playing the game. Probably about 10 minutes in playing the game. Boom. Police kicking the door. Boom. It's dope in the house. Guns in the house. Then, like, you know, where we stayed at, we stayed probably about 10 minutes up yeah. the street. So G-Rap. He get he you know he don't he ain't really do nothing he ain't really he was more like a driver and, yeah. and, and, and I hate to say it like that but he was more like a like a like a do boy type yeah, of, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah, got you so you know what I'm saying he ain't really get his hands dirty he was just there but now he's in the wrong place at the wrong time right yeah so they put the press on him you feel what I'm saying he take him to our house you feel what I'm saying where we live so they got me in the back of the car. They go to the crib. They, I guess they, you know, by the time they get to the crib, everybody already know. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know, okay, the they know right yeah. yeah. So clean all my up. cousins know, and they go clean up everything. You feel me? So, shit, I, I did that. I, I went in. For, I think I stayed in for about a week. They got my bond dropped down, bombed me out. Then I came back to Kingston for probably about, like, probably about three, four months. Damn, so fuck a court date. 
Oh no, I'll go back to I'll go back yeah. to court, but yeah. then I'll turn around and go right back. To Kingston. Yeah. yeah. But it took about it took about two and a half years for him to handle the case. Damn, so damn. And you ain't get no of course you're not getting no time served or nah, nothing like that. Nah, nah. So so they made you plead guilty? Yeah, I pleaded guilty, got probation, I want to say for three years. Ooh. Boy, that three years turned into seven. Because you kept violating. Kept violating. Oh, man. Violating. Come on, dog. Kept violating. I'm trying to tell you. Now, how many breaks do you want? Hey, they laid me down a few times, man. Shit. They laid my ass down a few times. Yeah. For real, but uh, what? First time I got locked up, I want to say like 96, 97, something like that. Yeah. Then I came back and I violated again. But when I violated this time, I got caught with a gun. So I got caught with a gun and two more pounds and, and two pounds of weed. Oh, bruh. So <laughs> look, look, look. It's, <laughs> it seems that y'all need some better organization over but there. But this time it was in the K. It won't it won't oh, in the K, Greensboro. Yeah. Now I went back to Greensboro and you know what I'm saying? I got my bread right and didn't get in no more trouble. Then I after the case, I moved on back. The Kansas, Kansas yeah. and I ain't, I ain't go back to Greensboro no more. You feel me? But and I was out there wilding late one Friday night, drinking, swerving, on my way to my girlfriend's house at the time. Yeah. And I had just seen this dude, you know what I'm saying, and gave him something. And then I'm on my way to my girlfriend's house and swerving drunk. They pulled me. I got, got the strap and, oh, you know what I'm saying, shit. two pounds. So I had to go back. I got locked up, but I bonded out. But I end up having to go and do like what I think, I think about eight eight months, something about like that. Yeah. God damn, bro. Yeah. I mean, you're, I'm assuming you're doing music by now. At that time, nope. Bro, let's get. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we're about like twenty. What right now? Shit. Twenty. Well, about I turned twenty one. Cause I turned twenty one in the county. Oh shit! Come yeah, on. I turned twenty one in yeah. the county, waiting. So the mentality when you're getting locked up and you sitting down for these these period of time, are you like kind of like fuck it, this is my life and this is what it is? Are you accepting the lifestyle fully, or you like I got I'm over it? Like hell no, nah, I'm I'm thinking at that time because I didn't know that much about the way the way they structured it and and did it, and plus it was like the old law, so it was like okay. They say you got three years. Soon you hit state, they cut it in half. You got a year and a half. Now you're working with like a third of that year and a half. So you're looking at four, five, six months and okay. you back home. Yeah. So, you know, that's how I was looking at it. Like, yeah, I'm going to be back home. But then um, after that right there, I um, I violated because like the whole while they just kept extending my probation. Probation because, yeah. Went, that shit costs money too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So it was like um they would extend my probation. And then I think I went on I think it's the time I went on the run. I was like, fuck it, I ain't going in, I'm gonna just gonna hide out and go on the run. But they caught me probably after about three, four months, they caught me. Nigga on the run? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> For probation. <laughs> Bro, I can't do it right now. I'm up, oh, my blood pressure going up, bro. Like real talk. Like I'm having a little well, heart palpitations right now, though. Damn, they on the run? Yeah. So, right, they caught me. And I'm thinking, because when they caught me, it was like they caught me with um, some more drugs. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, okay, 
they about to hang my ass. I ain't gonna never see the light. So, but I go to prison and uh what they sent me at? They sent me to Pastor Tank. I was up there at Pastor Tank. I've been in there probably about three, four months. And I swear to God, I'm thinking I'm gonna be there for a oh, year yeah, and a half, yeah, yeah, yeah. two years. So you're preparing, your mind is prepared for this time. Yeah. Right. Because when I went to court, that's what I heard the judge say. And after, everything after that, I was like, blank. I don't, that nigga said a year and a half, two years. So that's what I'm gonna do. <clears throat> so one day, I'm there, I'm up there one day, and at Pastor Tank in the morning when they come do the roll call or whatever, they um do the count. You, they got the two-man cell, two bunks. Yeah, yeah. So you got to get up off your bunk and go outside Sides. the door and yeah, stand. Yeah, stand yeah, yeah. So I didn't do that that morning. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, man. You see me, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I ain't going no damn well. Mm-hmm. Boom. I was going to some kind of class. What, what kind of class? It was some kind of class I was taking in there. Yeah. So we on our break from that class. So I go back to, the, to my cell, and I'm just laying down on my bunk. So then I hear him call my name over the intercom to the lieutenant's office. So in my mind, I'm thinking I'm about to get rolled up. Yeah. Step out this morning. Okay, yeah. Roll yeah. call. So when I go in there, the dude like, um, this man on the phone want to know if you want to go home today. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go home today. Who are that? Like, this your probation officer. He was like, do he want to know, do you need a ride? I'm like, hell yeah, I need a ride. And I'm I'm tripping. I'm, yeah. I'm like, is he, is he bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Is he playing Fuck with my emotions, nigga? Right. So he was like, shit, okay, go get your stuff ready. He'll be here in a couple hours. I'm like. Don't ask no questions, bro. Right. Went out. He came, got me. Brought me home. I was on probation. What? Oh, they had me on probation for like a couple more years. So when when you get this God sent gift from God, are you done? Are you? I'm going to sit my ass down. And I ain't gonna get, oh, this nigga, come on, you give me that look nah, right now, dog. Come I'm gonna on, tell you, nah, I tried it. I tried it. I <laughs> yeah. really tried it because, look, I, I did, I started like a little group with me and a couple of dudes from my area. So are you writing music this time you're locked up? These three, four months before? Nah. Okay. And when I come home, that's uh-huh. when I start. Okay. So when you get this break, you're up in uh, Pasadena? Pasadena. Pasadena. Yeah, that's so you a prison. Get, that's, you get a break. Mm-hmm. You drive out of Kingston. All right, we're going to start a little. Gonna, now you're starting to write music. You definitely write music. Okay, music. this is what year is this? 1999? Some shit like that. All right, 99, all right cool. 2000, yeah. something like that. So I formed a little group. But, you know, only problem with the group was I'm the only one that was, you know, really getting some money. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A little bit of money, whatever. So I had to pay for everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And then it was like everybody in the group was nice. Now I had a I had one of my homeboys, younger homeboys, and he he from my area. Then I had another another nigga. He from New York. So it, it, we nice. all yeah yeah we all kind of like formed a, a nice sound. But we did two projects and that fell apart because I guess you know the jealousy or you know mm-hmm. the side talking you know people talking from yeah. the sideline. You know, fucking with your mind type yeah, yeah. shit. I think that kind of like played a big part. And um, so shit, after them two albums, everybody kind of went their own way. So what was it like? Just I was gonna put in the perspective for people listening right now. Like, what did you have to go through back in those days to get a record done? Like, cause it's not like now where you can just, you know what I mean? Like, what Hell was that no. process and the investment in an artist, independent artist at that? I remember um, we went to this one studio. And the dude had, a, he actually had the damn, 
he actually had the damn reels. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That first time I ever seen it in, in real life. But um, it would be like we had to record every like it was it was a longer process mm-hmm. of recording, and then we made sure when we went to the studio, we had our lyrics together. Okay. Everything was together. Yeah. Like if we messed up, we start all the way over from the beginning. Yeah. And do it over. Yeah. That's how we did it. And I mean, lucky for me, like that happened because like even like now, like if somebody want me to get on a song with them or whatever, I have my verse ready before I go to oh, the studio. studio. Cause you don't have to waste all that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You studio me? time, money, real. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, a- so what? All right, this is crazy. So, two projects with your, with your group, y'all break apart. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm reading your bio, and I see you have some big names on there. Like, how are you meeting these artists? Like, how <laughs> how is this how is this happening? Like, shoot, man, what? Round about what? Two thousand. Like, I stayed good. I stayed good. You're staying so, out of trouble. Staying out of trouble. All the way up until about 2004, 2005. Okay. So I'm getting jammed up. I, I ran into a couple of roadblocks. I'm dirty. Got me. Then a couple of dudes that set me up. So, but the whole while I'm, I'm I'm getting locked up, but I'm making bomb, but I got all these open cases. Yeah. So I go see my lawyer, and my lawyer, like, I'll never forget, it's like the beginning of um 06. Yeah. So... My lawyer, yeah, my lawyer like, look, you bring me this money, this is where I'll be able to get you. Now, at the time, I ain't had it money. This, this nigga was asking about 20000 and But he was saying that, hey, you can, you, you had to go, but you, you you know, you don't come home. They ain't, they ain't hit you with no habitual felons or no yeah. shit like that. He was like, I can get you the time on the gun, but you had to come home on on probation, which might be a year and a half on, on the yeah, drug. Yeah, 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 okay. Because I got, I got jammed up with a, a, a gun with the serial number scratched off. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I thought I was over. I thought I was over. But when he told me that, he was like, bring me the bread. I, I'm like, okay, boom. So Lord, I'm going. Lord's be making that bread, bro. Yeah, they, they get it. They get it. They get, you know, they put your back up against the wall. And, hey, you ain't got no other choice. You feel me? Yeah, no somebody got, somebody got, got like five bands. I mean, you five bands. Don't even question my dog. Drop these, man. Hey, here's another five, nigga. I right. don't want to hear nothing about discharge. Exactly. All right, let's go. All right, but hey, that's what it is, though. So then, um, so I'm going hard. I'm going hard. And, so um, we back in the street trying to get this 20 bands. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get that 20 bands so I can get this lawyer. So yeah. I'm going hard. And um, once I give it to him, once, no, 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 no. I'm, I, I got the bread, but <clears throat> that's when the dude... One of the, somebody set me up. So when they set me up, it's like four days before Christmas. I want to say four days before, like, yeah, like Christmas, like going into 2007. Mm-hmm. So when the dude set me up, I stayed there. I stayed in the county from the 21st all the way up until, like, the 10th of January. Mm-hmm. And when I came, when I got out, I ain't fuck around no more. I understand. You know, stack my bread up, pay my lawyer. I still, you know, I had plenty of bread stacked up. Mm-hmm. So I ain't fuck around no more. I bought me a studio, a little home, home, you know, Pro Tools, yeah, yeah, Mac. Yeah. Start teaching my, yourself. Yeah, I got. Well, I actually got one of my um my old engineers, my homeboy. He showed me how to record myself, where I can just send it over to him to get a mix. Okay, gotcha. So boom, I started doing that. 
And, staying out the way. Right, staying out the way. Didn't, didn't, didn't hustle. Didn't do nothing all the way up until from, from, from January the 10th all the way up until, well, I, went, I got locked up May, May, May the 2nd. Okay, that so by year. the time you turn in, you kind of turn yourself in that, that time. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you had a, okay, got you, got you, got you. So you get bonded out January. All right, so you, that less little money you had up, you say, I'm going to invest in my craft. So right. I sit my ass down, I'm recording, 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 and then I guess you have a turning date in May. Right, right. Well, my lawyer was like, we're going to handle it in May. Okay, you know, okay. keep pushing off until he get the right judge up there. So I bought, uh, like I said, I bought the studio. So how are you making money through this time if you're not in the streets? I already had the bread stacked up. Damn. I had the bread. I stacked yeah. up probably about 100 grand before. Oh, I, the well, fuck, man. Yeah. I'm doing the wrong thing. I mean, but <laughs> like I'm going through it too. Like yeah, now you are you going through it? Yeah, I mean, cause like I ain't it, built for that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna just rewind a little bit. Okay, top of the top of 2006, I go see my lawyer. He telling me what I'm looking at. I'm trying to get the money. Around in April, I get robbed. Like somebody breaking my spot, yeah. take my bread. Yeah, they take like thirty five thousand from me. Oh my god! So now I'm dead ass broke. You feel me? I'm like I'm I'm fucked up from like May, June, and then I like after Fourth of July, like some people came home from Fourth of July, and you know a couple people started looking out for me. Then I started getting back. So by that by by from July to like um, are we like December, kicking indoors and grabbing niggas up now, or are we finding out who robbed you, or are you just kind of like nah, like I I, I I I didn't never find out. You better get some cameras in your house, man. You need to, man. This is back in the day, bro. Listen, listen. This is see what what your situation to me look like is like not proper planning and thinking things out through. Right. Just so just, like you have the drive is there. Right. The mentality is there. The hustle mentality. But we you needed some. You needed me back then. I'm like, <laughs> look, my nigga. You need to look at on this street. You need to look at on this street. Everybody got a walkie talkie. A, a, a long range walkie talkie. So if anything come up the street, nigga is boop boop, and then we all gone. So by the time. It, Bro, where, where was but I? See, like, I where I'm where I'm doing my thing is yeah. is the country. I don't give a fuck where we at. But I'm saying like it ain't like no like it ain't like okay. Greens, I, I'm just saying even in Greensboro, you had like right. a two lookout. Some young niggas on the bike on the corner, little little ten, eleven year old. But this, this is what I'm saying. Okay, in the inner city, any kind of inner city, yeah, I can see that. But in the country, yeah, shit, hell, yeah, shit. <laughs> It's pitch black out that motherfucker unless you got a, one of them lights in your mm-hmm. yard type yeah. shit. And then, like, man, shit. Man, you can go down in the country. Motherfucker won't never hear nothing. I mean, gunshot, whatever. Yeah, facts. Man, man motherfucker won't never so hear So is it harder, it's harder to, to hustle in the country or is it harder in, in the city? Like, where's more money? In the city. Yeah. But it's more comfortable in the country. Because I, I ain't gonna say it's more comfortable, but it's 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 a it's a smoother pace where yeah. you can deal with, you know what I'm saying? You can deal with who you need to deal and with. And I feel like in the country you can move larger weight to others other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like when it come down to moving around in the city, you never know who's watching. Yeah, cameras. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just. But in the country, everything is spaced yep. out. So you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can really get to it, and don't nobody know nothing. But um, anyway, yeah, I went through that and I built the bread back up. So when I got locked up, when dude set me up uh, right before Christmas, yeah, I had like a hundred thousand. So when I got out, I made my bond. I think I spent, I, I, I think I gave him like, shit, I think I gave him about seventy five hundred to get the bond dropped. 
Then I gave him. Then I gave the bail bondsman another five thousand. So who who are you trusting to go get this money for you? At the time, like my wife, my wife now. Yeah. Me and her had started going together. So, okay, you know okay. What I'm so, so you she, trust her? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's straight. She yeah. ain't she ain't she ain't trying to steal nothing, nothing okay, like that. Okay. She ain't like that. So she, you know, handled the bread. I come home and I was like, look, I'm gonna go ahead and buy the studio. I think I spent about five thousand on the studio. Mm-hmm. And then this one, MySpace was jumping. I'm going with MySpace, and I'll never forget it. The first first feature I ever paid for was Cool G Rap. Damn, how much was that? I think I gave him like twenty seven five, twenty seven uh, hundred. Oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm about giving no twenty seven. Nigga, I was like, nah. all right, damn, twenty seven fifty. Okay. So then, um, after G Rap, I went back up there. I got Mano. Ooh, got Mano. Then um, got Killer Mike. Uh, How much you pay for those features? I think I paid Mano like fifteen hundred. Then Killer Mike was two thousand. Yeah, Killer Mike then was nigga. Uh, you remember the dude Briscoe? Oh, I got from Miami. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, okay. I got, that shit, I had three joints with Briscoe. Um, Are you just hitting it all through MySpace, or were you linking up with these MySpace. niggas? MySpace, all through MySpace. So how you sending the money? What's the union? Yeah, Western Union. But how you how, how you like verify and make sure they who who they say are? She was exchange numbers. Oh, so you on the phone with them? Blah yeah. blah blah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Management and all that shit. I was talking directly to them. Okay, okay. For real, for real. You ain't have to run up on nobody for a verse. Mm-mm. Nah, like the um, Killer Mike. He has sent his. You know, back then they had a data disc. Yeah. So they mailed has, it. Yeah, he mailed it. And it went to the wrong P.O. box. Ooh. So for about, I'm talking about for about six months. I'm wondering, I'm like, is this nigga gonna try to beat me for that money? Or whatever. But it come to find out it was in the wrong, mm-hmm. the wrong, he sent it to the wrong place. Yeah. And they end up sending it back. And then he mm-hmm. had to send it back. back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, who else I have up there? And this is all before the May date. The May, the May, okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. I did a Killer Mike, I did a Mano, I did a Coogee Rap. Who else? Uh, I had a couple of dudes. So are you are you working with any type of management to help you kind of get this music out? Or what's? Nah, I was just doing it all by, by myself because I was like, I'm going to get the project done, and then I'm going to go do this time. When I come home, I'm going to come home and push it. Yeah. So, because, like, I'm going to rewind back a little bit more. So the early part of what, early two thousands? Yeah, I put together a CD called Payday. Yeah, and back then I had the Corn Rolls and shit. And this right around the time when G Unit first popped off. Yeah, and <clears throat> um, a lot of people were saying that I looked like Young Buck. Yeah, so on the don't want to hear that shit now though. I, I, I can't flex. I buck my homeboy. That's my nigga. Come on, talk to your boy though. We'll, we gonna get we gonna get to that later. We gonna get to that later. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um. But yeah, so boom, I had the CD, and I so I recruited a bunch of little young niggas, young niggas. Got to, and I'm talking about we went everywhere in North Carolina, everywhere in South Carolina, and Virginia, selling these mugs out the trunk. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm putting the, the 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 album together with the features, I'm thinking like, well, we gonna kill them out the trunk. Well, when they see all these names up there, they gonna buy it just because. Yeah. But by the time I get back, technology you know, came and kind of yeah. like um, put a you know, through a monkey wrench in my Oh, in my so play. finally that street promo, niggas who's to download music, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, right. listen up. I agree with you, but what I tell people here, I mean, 
when I was doing parties back in those days, mm-hmm. I had a CD duplicator. I had a CD printer. And, bro, I'm telling you, I still in this now still got buy CDs. Because sometimes, especially out here in North Carolina, there's a lot of dead places where people can't stream. Right, right. Like the You're hood, right. the country, them niggas still need these CDs. Right. And a lot of times, I tell people that if you got some system and niggas love their speakers. Yeah. For some reason, if you're not, like, when I'm listening to, like, Tidal, Apple Music, those songs are mastered properly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's going, it's not going to chip out your speakers. It's going to hit properly. It's going to, the bass going to knock when it's supposed to the right way. It's not going to chip out your sound when you turn that shit all the way up. Now, when I listen to certain songs on, like, SoundCloud or certain rappers, mm-hmm. that shit chipping out my fucking speakers because it's not mixed down and mastered properly. Right. But right. I, 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 CDs to this day. I literally just got two CDs from a little Jamaican spot up the street. I'm like, yo, I love I hit this shit. The way it just hits my speakers is sometimes better than when I'm listening to one when, when DJs make their mixes. So don't ever get it twisted. I still believe in it because it's nothing mm-hmm. like when a nigga be riding and that shit go out. Mm-hmm. They need that CD put in their motherfucking car and the radio. You know what I'm saying? People still nah, people still listen to CDs. I don't give a fuck I nobody wish, say. I wish it was like that, but everybody not as I much. Know, but not as much, right? But not, I know what? I just dropped my, my 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 joint on the 30th, and I had a couple people ask me for some CDs, but. It's out there in the country. Country, yeah. You gotta feed. Country. You gotta feed. The, you know what I'm saying? Then the people that are gonna be loyal. Then the loyal customers. And and like I said, I mean, granted, you still gotta have those online presence. But I'm telling you, man, if you print a, a 500 CDs, bro, and just have it on you, yeah. But when you go back to these certain places, it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt. Cause to this day, I tell them right now, why don't we make a Fox 99 mix CD for the streets? Right, bro. Come on, we put on like three, four local artists on that shit. Them shit's going, we print 5,000 copies of that motherfucker, them shit's going to run the streets. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody say. We make it, of course it's going to be available for download and streaming, mm-hmm. but when you go to places like fucking Longburn, we go to places like Clinton, we go yeah. to places like St. Paul Lumberton, yeah. oh, they're going to bang that CD because it's a it's a staple. You know what I'm saying? Right, We're a staple right, right. in the city. We're a staple in the community. From like, We pick up from fucking Raleigh to Myrtle Beach. You telling shit. me there's five thousand people between Raleigh and Myrtle Beach that wouldn't want a Fox Nine CD? CD? Come on, get the fuck yeah, out of here, yeah, my nigga. Take it. Yeah, they gonna you gonna take that? Yeah, you gonna throw that shit in the trunk? That shit gonna be mixed and mastered properly, high quality music, bro. Come on, man. We got professionals here. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. But I can see it working. But yeah, it's 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 a it's, hey, it's tough now. It's tough right now, man. The hey, that technology. No, nah, you're right. You're right. But technology. I'm just saying, th- there's people out there that want. You know what I'm saying? Like people still buying vinyl records now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying that shit is back popular now. So who's one to say? Yeah. But yeah, man. So all these features. So you kept you get back out. Technology kind of fucked up, but you yeah. still got these CDs on the road. <coughs> so but you, and you're not selling as much as you thought you would. Nah, because before, before the last time I went out with the with the younger with the younger boys. Yeah. Man, I made I made about thirty thousand selling my shit out the trunk. I ordered ten thousand CDs, and. I ordered 10,000 CDs of the album, and I pressed 10,000 copies of the single. Mm-hmm. And really, like, the single, what did it, I had this song called Blessing. And it was like, I had this dude singing on it, and it was kind of like, I didn't curse in the whole record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just talking, I was talking street shit, but I was talking mm-hmm. positive shit. Yeah. But I didn't curse. curse. So a lot of the a lot of the CDs we sold, because we'll go out to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the Arab stores, the malls, mm-hmm. um... Uh, flea markets and stuff like yeah. that, but we'll catch people like in their cars and like with the blessing, 
it'd be older people, like, especially on a Sunday, they just came from church. church. Yeah. So we everybody know the record, all the little dudes, they know the record. So they're like, yeah, just throw it in. So when they hear it, and they hear what I'm talking about and everything, they go ahead and buy it. We selling it for like $2. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Singles. Like, yeah, we, we, we killed them. So then went back out there, and I had the whole album, and I'd give it to them for a dollar. And we all go out there. I'm like, yo, just bring me back a dollar. I think I pay like 60 cent per copy. Yeah. And I sell my, mine for whatever I, you know, I might say a dollar, I might say two dollars, might say three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? But we matched all of them between North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. Virginia yeah. Hell yeah. So after that, coming back, I'm like, okay, we're gonna do, I'm gonna do with the features. I got G Rap. And by the time I came home, when I came home, I got Bun B on on a joint. Yeah. Uh Young Ralph. Uh, that's when I ran into Young Buck. That's when I met Young Buck. Okay, so what was that like meeting Young Buck? It was like, uh, this is after the. So they want to ride with me? Is yeah. that way after that? Nah, not nah, like when I when I was locked up. That's when the shit happened where he was on fifty recording him crying on the phone. Yeah. So boom, when I get home. I started dealing with this dude, like he kind of like a consultant or whatever. Yeah. So he bragging about who he can get. You feel me, man? I can, it ain't no artist I can't touch besides like, you know, the Jay-Z yeah. and the Puffy. I can't fuck with them, but anybody else, I can get them. I'm like, this shit, nigga, I want to do a song with Young Buck. He was like, man, that's easy, man, yeah, that's easy. So it went by for about like two weeks and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm calling him, he ain't heard nothing. So I'm like pretty much done got it out of my mind at this point. So my people, my people from down in Atlanta, I got a lot of family in Atlanta. So they hit me up and they like, they got some, they got some, they got some, they got they got good deals for me down there. Yeah. I need to come over down there. Oh Lord. So boom, I'm like, We're not doing that no more. I know, but I gotta God eat. God damn. Are you right? Are you right? You right? I gotta right. eat. So you gotta hit the road. Hit the road. So Fuck. boom. Boom. I take off. Me and two more of my cousins. Oh, take shit. off. And by the time we get up in Raleigh, dude hit me like, yo, you want to jump with Buck? Buck going to be in the studio tonight. Now, it's CIAA. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Shit, I'm might like, stop off in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. That's where he was at. Every, okay. You know, everybody. Everybody in every corner, yeah. So I stop in Charlotte. Meet him. He laid a record down. You know what I'm saying? Boom. I keep on getting it down to Atlanta. So this is like CIAA weekend, maybe about... About three, four months later, I reached back out to him. I set up a show. I get another verse from him, but I set up a show with with him, Jada Kiss, and Petey Pablo back in Kinston. So, so you putting on shows now? Yeah, yeah, I threw Woo! a show. Making a little bread, legal money, proud of yeah. you. Yeah, I took a loss because it rained. I tried to do it outside, but yeah. I ain't lose that much money. But um, either way, though, the day after the show... I did a video, uh, Big Work, with Buck. Now, I had Young Ralph on it, and I had Briscoe on it. But in the video, I couldn't get all of them together. Yeah. So I just, me and Buck, and I got Jordan Towers to shoot the video at the time. At the time, you know, he was popping with yeah. the videos and stuff. So that's how and you I, And you paying for all this? Yeah. How much a video cost back in the days? Shit, well, Jordan Towers charged me like 4000 for that video. He was charging like four grand a video. I know, like shit. Buck, Buck was just—he was just charging me like fifteen hundred, 
1500 for a verse and shit. Yeah. 1500 for the Because you're using a, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, he cool. won't, he won't, he won't tax it. But at the same time, he still, that's the first melee with him and 50. So yeah. he going through it with 50 and, you know, all that right there. So it's kind of like he getting blackballed. But he, he, he like, he trying to figure it out. But he, you know, like, well, I, I learned a lot of things watching him. Yeah. As far as like, you know, because I could tell like, he he had a situation going on where like Fifty was pretty much doing everything, and if you look at G Unit, I mean I'm not I, I won't in it, but just from my perspective from what mm-hmm. I seen, it's like they ain't really had to do too much but show up. Yeah, you feel me? Like far as like the relationships, uh, connections, and just knowing how to go about doing certain things uh-huh. they didn't have. Like Fifty kind of like had them people in place to do things for him. So when he fell out with him, yeah. it's like he, he, he didn't know how to move solo. Right. Got gotcha. like he he damn near like me, but he just got a bigger name. Yeah. Everybody know him. So you know what I'm saying. So it took it took a minute. It took a minute to like you know between you know the people that was around him and like I know I'll say something wherever whenever I come around. I'll be like, look, dog, you gotta you gotta spend some money. You got to put some money up behind yourself. You feel what I'm saying? Like, ain't yeah. nobody going to do it. You feel me? But, you know, he, it seemed like he it seemed like he, he was more like. Trying to live off the hype. and Yeah, but he looking for somebody to come in and save, save the day. Him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Versus, like, going ahead and getting to it on his own. Damn. All right, man. Me? So let's fast forward a couple years. Uh, we're not in jail no more. Mm-mm. Okay, so we haven't been in jail since 2006, seven, eight. No, eight. Yeah, I got out in 2008. Eight. So, eight, we, that you're serving the time that you went in for May. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom, we're done with that shit. Yeah, and a half. Yeah. All right, so now we're full time artist mode. Yep. So, wh- wh- what's it like grinding in this area with this genre, like this new age of music and finding your path in that? Like, I see, like, one thing I noticed about you as far as when you started music, you're standing the test of time. Like, you're always kind of in the loop. You're never really in the outside looking in. So what is it like now hmm. being an artist? I see how easy it is now. Like knowing that cats didn't have to do what you did. Right. And again, and they winning off of it. How, how are you like one of those, man, fuck these young niggas, or are you more like it is nah, what it nah, is? Nah, nah, nah. I don't, I don't, I don't diss the young boys or the young females. But I say this, like, I they willing to sell. They when I say sell, they sold. Yeah, they willing to sell. They sold to get on. Yeah, and it's like you know they got to learn from the people that them came and and and, mm-hmm. and them went through these things. Like some of this, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't listen to too many of the young cats. I like the baby. Yeah, rap that North Carolina. He yeah. can rap. Yeah, I yeah. like the baby. I fuck with the baby. I fuck with Black Zach. I like um, you know, I like a couple of the the, the new yeah. upcoming. Of course, you know, like the Kendricks, J. Cole's, yeah. Drake's, and all that. You yeah. know, everybody fuck with them. But um, most of them is like, you know, they most of them sound the same. And it, and now it's cool. You know, it's no problem if you sound like this person or you mm-hmm. sound like that person. If you can make it work, it works. It works, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against them. But when it come down to it, me making music, I wouldn't. It got to be it got to be something special for me to make some music with these people because yeah. I know unless it's something about a chick, where it's somewhere we can meet in like a mutual you know we yeah. can meet in the middle. But 
they they not really talking about nothing that 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 turns on the light bulb in my yeah, head. Yeah, okay, got you, got you, got you, got so you. I like to be in. I like to. I like to think. Yeah, like you know, some 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 people listen for the oohs and the ahs and yeah. the damns and all that, all that right there. Yeah, but me, I'm listening for delivery. The, the the being cunning, yeah. with your, you know, with your wordplay, but at the same time, you're delivering some kind of message. message. You're saying okay. something. Got you, got you. You know what I'm saying? To help a nigga get on down the road. Oh, okay, okay. You feel me? Yeah, so what, what's, what's up with the project now? What we got going on now? Um, got Contraband. It just dropped on the 30th. Uh, let me see. I got uh, Skrilla, MMG up there. I got Troy Ab. I got 50 Rich up there from the West Coast. I got uh, Daz Dillinger, Dog Pound. Yeah. He up there. Um, I got uh, AR Ab and Skino. Yeah. I got And you still self funded? Yeah, yeah. I pay for all this shit myself. I don't, I don't know how you, I don't want to know. How you <laughs> I play lottery a lot now, man. You play a lot of lottery? Yeah, I play a lot of lottery. Shit, like the end of last year, man, I hit for like 100000 What? Pay for it. yeah. 10-23. I hit it on um, November 29th. <laughs> and so far this year, this year, 2019, I done hit for over 65000 God damn. Yeah. You playing that shit like every day. Every day and night. I I'm, hit last night. How much you hit for last night? Oh, 2100 What the fuck? It's all the app or you going in the stores and buying? Nah, I just pick my own numbers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Like pick three, pick four. They're yeah, the ones I play. And you just buy those every five dollars of that every day. Yeah, I'm like say like, uh, what's your birthday? Um, December second. All right, so that's twelve oh two. So like, if I say if I leave from here, I probably put like twelve oh two. Probably put about three four dollars on it straight, and then I might play it a different way, like twenty two ten, fifty fifty. Yeah. So if it come out twelve oh two, if if I put four dollars on it, that's twenty grand. What the f- And this an app on your phone? Nah, this is the store. This you got to go to the store to do that? That's too yeah, much work. Nah, convenience store, grocery store. But I just want to be able to... See, I would do that more if I could just play it on my phone and have it connected to my debit card and just... So you can do that with the big games, like the Cash 5 or the Powerball or the yeah. Mega Ball. You can do that with that. But the the, the smaller games... Yeah. Be real with you. That's where... That's where... Hey, that's where it is. Because you got better chances of winning. But they only take cash. Now, pick three... It's like, cash only. Like um, when you buy your tickets. No, nah, you go to the grocery store, you can pay with your card. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But like the pick three, a dollar bring 500 So just say if you put $20 on a number, I, you, that number comes straight out, that's $10,000. You just go around to the grocery stores mm-hmm. or the you know, ARAB stores, and they cash you out. No taxes, nothing. Ten grand? Yeah. But like if you go, um, if you play pick four, like when I hit for that 100 grand, I hit, Pick four. I put twenty dollars on ten, twenty three, and it came straight out. So I had to go down to the lottery place. Yeah. So when I first cashed them in, they took like fifty five hundred, and I got to this coming up income tax time to pay like sixteen five or something like that. So you didn't, you didn't, you, they wouldn't let you just cash out with the taxes on it already. Mm-mm. They don't give you that option. That's, how, that's the how they state. get you. They that's how, the that's how they get your ass though. Yeah, yeah. They take the state, but they're gonna wait. I think like soon as January first hit, I can go and pay. 
Yeah, because that's what they want to do. Because they want you to spend all that without having that 16.5. Then they can get your ass. Well, really, the 16.5, I'm behind on the 16.5 because all the money that I won in 2019, I'm going to have to pay that too. And they don't give me another, maybe another yeah. year to pay that. So right now, shoot. I mean, they. I got time, but I got I got half of it. I got half of that sixteen five already paid, so I'm just really kind of like just coasting. Coasting. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man, God is blessing you a lot of interesting ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't complain about nothing. You got kids now? Nah, I still ain't got no kids. Damn, but you married? Yeah, I'm married though. How's that married life? Hey, it's hey, it's it's, it's work. It's work, like it's work. So what it's is work. it? How is she being like supportive of you now? And see, she support. I can't say she don't support, but like you gotta understand, like my wife is half black and half Puerto Rican. Oh, nigga, she gonna stab you, nigga. Be careful. Oh, she is off. Hey, she don't play no games at all. Don't play no games. So it'd be like sometimes. Was she was she in the um the video where you were in New York? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was the one with the braids and the and the pink. Or nah, 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 nah. The one with the braids is actually um, my stepdaughter. Oh, it's your stepdaughter? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to shut up with my comments then. <laughs> I was like, who? Because I, I watched it like, is she coming too? Because. <laughs> <about the>, <laughs> I like, look, man. I ain't going to say nothing. Everywhere I go, man, they be at my stepdaughter, man. I try to I try to tell you, man. They be at them. They be at them. But um, she cool, though. Um, what, was, um, what was going to New York like for the first time? It was fun. It was fun, man. I mean, like. I, I I always envisioned how it would be. Yeah. And now they say it's a little bit different than what it used to oh, be. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, I got family in New York. I, and I used to go up there every... My dad's side of the family, uh, when they moved from Jamaica, a lot of them went up there. Mm-hmm. And my mom's side, we just migrated in Florida, South Florida. So, I mean, I used to hate... Like, you you cannot catch me in New York in no damn wintertime, bro. I'm not going up there, my nigga. No, hell no. Nah. I tell my cousin all the time, nigga, I'm not going. I'm not coming, bro. I see y'all come to Florida. <laughs> but I, I'm not going up there. Because I I went to a funeral one time. Funeral in the wintertime, bro. Jesus Christ, man. Mm. This is sad. Man, I went to Chicago one time. Man. Chicago and Detroit. Oh, God bless you. Mm. In the winter. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, 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 I Motherfuckers can't live it. there. Well, that Detroit, Chicago won't bad because I won't there for about two or three hours. Yeah. But when I, we went to Detroit, we was there like two days. That shit was crucial. That shit was crucial. I ain't never experienced no cold like that. And just to hear or imagine <clears throat> what it's like in New York, nah, I don't want to see that. That's crazy. I don't want to see that. So this project we got out right now, like what? Are, what's the single that we're going crazy over that people should be listening to? The mud. I done got the it mud, out the, the mud. mud. Yeah. Yeah, just got it out the mud, man. That's the single right now. Oh, uh, shit, man. Uh, the dude, uh, producer Bless and Bless mm-hmm. out of Atlanta. Yeah. He produced it. Okay. You feel me? Uh, it's, you know, it's one of them records that kind of like just 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 happened because like is I- it, Is all, it available on all, all platforms? Everywhere. Hold on, let me see. I'm going to get it. I'm everywhere. Gonna, I'm going to download it. I'm going to add it to my playlist right now. Yeah, everywhere. Right in front of your face, dog. So you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. listening to Tyler because Tyler gives you the most money for your streams. I tell people all the time, like, yo, yo, I get you got to have it every everywhere, but um, you want it on title. Got yeah, Savion. Let me see, Savion. 
Savion Saddam, S-A-D-D-A-M. So you and your Muslim? Nah. nah. I'm look, my, my 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 big cousin, the one that used to hit me off with the pack. Yeah. He used to, he he used to chant. Like he's not Jamaican, yeah. but he I think he studied Rastafari or you whatever. Know, okay, okay, definitely. And he st- he started chanting. Okay. So he was like, "Man, your name cuz when I first started rapping, I used to go by the name Specialist." Okay. And I don't know if you remember that old stuff, um, Sylvester Stallone movie where he was blowing shit up. It was like some kind of bomb specialist. This is old movie, man. But when I seen it, yeah. this is right around the time where the slang and the lingo was bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel me? So I'm like, yeah, I'm a specialist. Yeah. So boom. He be like, nah, I don't like specialists. You your name ought to be Savion. I'm like, when the hell you come up with that shit from? Come to find out, he just trying to make some rhyme in, in a song he got. Yeah. So he was like, your name ought to be Savion. So I'm like, okay, Savion, but that's... That sound like too, you know, too smooth, too clean. So, man, about this time, start hearing about Saddam Hussein. Oh shit! And the bomb, yeah, and yeah. all the nuclear bombs he put there. So I'm like, okay, Savion Saddam, Savion Saddam. Okay, cool. We about like that. Okay, you feel? So it's me? a play on words. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, play cool, on cool, words, cool. Man. I mean, so what is it like uh, asking? So you know, a lot of the times we hear that the cliche, oh man, he's. Oh, that nigga still trying to rap. Da, 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 da. Like, how do you feel about I think that? Right now, it's the best time because the market is so wide open. And when mm-hmm. I say that, meaning like, if you got your, I feel this is where I feel now. If you got your plan together mm-hmm. and you're marketing to the right people, okay, you'll win. You'll win. Just like the younger crowd, like the younger crowd, they got it's a bunch of different. Bunch of different, you know what I'm saying? Like, because cats be popping, we never heard about, and they have exactly. a, they be having like massive ass followings, exactly. And we have no idea who the fuck they are, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at the younger cats, and I'm like, okay, they doing this, they doing this, they doing this, they doing this, but I don't know. Nobody my age listen to these. Everybody yeah. got the same thing. Like they might listen to the single that you know they done blew up, but far as like they project, man, I ain't, you go to the barbershop, you be like, well. You heard such and such new shit. All I heard was that one song. Man, I still listen to my old shit. I just, yeah. I still listen to throwback shit. So I'm like, you know, it's wide open. You just gotta find the find your market. Yeah, and find how to your, and how to market to your market. There you go. Okay, cool. Don't, yeah, don't definitely. Waste, don't waste the money. Don't waste your money trying to promote and market to a crowd of people that not going to get it. So how how are you doing that? Like, what's your strategy? I got some people helping me. Cause uh, I know I know my music is like for a certain type of crowd, but mm-hmm. I ain't just putting it in the box. You know, say some of the young cats might like the mud, or they might like some other records that I got up there. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I'm on. I'm gonna try to push it, and um, shoot, man, just 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 work with my team and, and take their advice. Like I said, like um, my biggest thing was not, not 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 promoting it to the right crowd. Mm-hmm. Now, the only problem with our crowd is we're less motivated to listen to music. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. We working, go home, cool. Adult shit, yeah. Yeah. So we might listen to music back and forth to work or going to and fro where we're going at, mm-hmm. but it ain't like my stepdaughter where she's just in the room on her phone, but she got music playing. playing. You feel me? Yeah. So... It's about like I guess like you know trying to trying to get on these playlists and and, and slide through the cracks so you know what I'm saying people can yeah. hear it and 
Everybody, okay. t- everybody tells me I need a playlist. Oh, you should be carrying playlists. I'm like, me? I guess it makes sense. I'm in the radio. I should. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a dabbler because I'm, I'm like, you know, Tangie is sending me, and Lamar, shout out to Tangie and Lamar. They're sending me like a lot of like artists, and I feel like, damn, these are, these are some good songs. And I feel like, not saying I can feel like I can move the culture, but I mean, if I could, you know, put something out there and I feel like people should kind of be vibe to it, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. Because I hear, like, even some of your music, I was like, damn, this is not, this is not bad. Like, just the production on the right. guys that is incredible. Uh, and I, and that lets me, and that, seeing people take things a lot very serious, because, once again, I'm in radio. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers send me shit every day. Mm-hmm. Niggas, my DMs right now is crazy. I'm not, a, I'm not even a DJ. I'm just on air. I'm just on air talent. So I don't even deal with music. But I consume a lot of music. Right. You know what I'm saying? And my first love is reggae music. That's my, I'm born in Jamaican. Reggae dancehall is my first love. Mm-hmm. Then it's like hip hop. Then I'm from the South. So I was never a big up North Jada Kids, Jay-Z. I was never into that. I love my fucking Jeezy. I love my Plies. Nigga, I love that that type of shit. Right. So like, so like, and but now I, I do open my ears up to a lot of my music. I'm fucking with the Afro beats, nigga. I love all that island vibe type shit, but yeah. I'm, I, one thing, what makes me listen to hip-hop artists now is, like, great production. I just feel like when I hear great production, it's like, okay, you're taking it serious, so I should really give you a fair listen. Right. When right, I be right, hearing right. that bullshit in the presentation, I be like, man, I can't even. See, like, like, I can't do nothing with this, bro. I think I think even, even, in the young, even in the young circle, I think that shit gonna fade out because I'm looking at, I'm gonna shout out to the women, too, because the women um, MCs, they are really, really mashing the gas on these dudes right now. No, because I just think women, <laughs> women naturally, I think they're they just pay more attention to detail. But look, think about this. I heard Tony Neal say this shit on his IG. If you look at all these new up and coming artists, from from the dudes to the women, all these dudes is using auto tune. Mm-hmm. It ain't none of these women using auto tune. Nah. They just spitting. Yeah, because women just women. It's always sound different. I don't. I think it's a woman thing. It might be, but it's like I, I I take my hat off to them because like yo, they 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 really rapping about. I mean yeah. they they rapping from a woman's perspective. Yeah. But have you have you uh, you met Tiny Montana? Mm mm. Uh, I'm not. I ain't met her yet, but I know her folks. I, yeah, yeah. I know Ray Ramsey. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. And the, you, know, you know, I know Ski. 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 That's my dog. Yeah. Shout out to Ski. Me and Ski, we from Close. the same area. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Ski, it's my dog. Yeah, we came up together. All right, so I mean, I just I'm just hearing things and I'd like that'd be a good look. I think you and her on the song is Yeah, I mean we can make it happen. We can make it's it easy. happen. It's an easy one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and her story is fucking crazy. She ain't graduated high school either. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well look, I'm the, thing about it, like I'm down. I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm down to collab with any artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, like when it comes down to the younger ones. It's like I really got to see what you what, what you're what, doing. Yeah, what you're doing. What what kind of record we about to really do? Cause you can't you can't be rapping with a nigga talking about street shit. He never did no street shit. That and like you know I can't I can't do the weirdo shit. I can't. Most of my shit is serious. Yeah. Like, like, I, I have no, fun. you no, cause you have a fucking serious <laughs> life. <laughs> right. What the fuck? <laughs> like shit. no, that's just crazy. I'm just like my nigga. You telling me these years, and I'm like, I'm in my mind, I'm like, you know what I was doing them fucking times. I'm telling. I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking about what I was doing in 2006, 2007. It's like, nah, nigga, nah, shit, man, shit, man. Whew. 
Hey man, but I mean, like I said, I'm down to collab with any anybody. But you know, I just when it get to them younger ones, I got to really know what the record gonna be about. Like you know what I'm saying. So I I know I ain't putting myself in a position where I ain't, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be out of bounds. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, uh, 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 you heard of uh, Amani Caesar? Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. Know yeah, her. I got a, I got a hot joint with her. Um, I got How much a, she charge you for the feature? I think she charged me like $500, $600. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Shout out to my dog, Deron Juan, Amani Caesar. Yeah, she probably hired now. Yeah. She, she seems like she's moving and stuff. She's moving in the right direction. She's going to be on um, uh, this Lit Fest in Greensboro. Right, I see So that. shout out to her and uh, Deron Juan. He, he's kind of like the ma- maestro behind that. Maestro. So he's a definitely a guy you want to reach out to, uh, DJ Deron Juan. Um, he's, he's, he's very credible. So like he's one of those... You know, he he's he's give you that stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. You you you're good. Okay. I mean, like I, I like I tell all artists, man, make sure you build with your DJs. Like you got to know every DJ in your city. You got to know every DJ where you going. You got to right. know every DJ. Like build those relationships because at the end of the day, like no matter how good an A&R is, them DJs don't fuck with you. You don't have a relationship with them. They ain't gonna spend that record. No, and trust me, I'm listening to Deron Juan and hearing his stories and moving through navigation certain things. Oh, they 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 can block you. Yeah, that bar, that blackball you quick. That blackball you quick fat, and I try, I seen it, and mm-hmm. I seen it hurt. I seen motherfuckers out here begging now. <laughs> I ain't gonna say who. I'm right. not dropping no names, but right. I see motherfuckers out here begging. When people are reaching out to me to kind of speak on their behalf, and I'm here, and, I, and I, even if it's it don't need to run like it's a big someone above him in a sense, and it's like once he said, bro, I'm, I got no, I'm sticking with him, mm. and I ain't even, I don't even care. You know what I'm saying? And until he says it's okay, it's okay. But if not, nah, we good. Like I, I'm telling you, and I, like I said, keep your relate. Even if a DJ don't play your shit, right? Because you gotta understand when people come to a party or they here and there and they want to hear familiar music. Exactly. And then it, and then it might your song might not even be something for the club. Exactly. Like everything is not for the fucking club. That's right. Some shit is only good in the strip club. Some shit's only good here and there. Some shit's only good on radio. That's right. Because the biggest song on radio might not slap in the club. That shit might be like ah exactly. oh, whatever. So it's kind of like knowing your music and knowing where your music want to go, man. But I definitely, I tell all these niggas at Viper, hey, just build with your DJs, bro. You'll be all right. That's Get to real. know your DJ. They had a party, nigga. Pull up at a party, dog. See what's hey, hey, what's up? I fuck with you. Yo, sit down. Let's let's build. Let's get on this ground. I'm gonna link you with my dog, uh, DJ Official for sure. Okay. And because he kind of like runs out here, mm-hmm. and that's a very good person to be around and, and fuck with, man. But yeah, you teach How about me. the street teams out here. Oh, the street teams. Talking about back in the day, like no, grass- niggas don't do that no more. See what I'm saying? I, I, I like grassroots. That's yeah. where I come. That's where I come from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but that died out with just the laws, the laws with the the, 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 um, the flyers and all that yeah, type of shit. Laws yeah. kind of switched, fucked that yeah. up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah, even yeah. when we came, I moved here, we on some tax offices. So when we doing dropping signs and flyers in neighborhoods and. They was cracking down on us, all type of fines from the city. So that yeah. that stems from that type of bullshit. But yeah. we're gonna figure it out though. Yeah, cause we're gonna get you on some playlists. We we're gonna figure it out. Like yeah. I like the vibe of your music. I got someone that can help you, you know what I'm saying? My thing is like I like connecting people. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I'm connect you, like once I connect you with him, hey, I'm out, I'm out of the situation. It's <laughs> all whatever y'all figure out is y'all figure out. I don't need no money, I don't need a conversation. Just I just think like I like putting people together that I feel that they'll mesh well yeah. and they can build on something. And I right. definitely feel like your vibe with the the young niggas he's working with is just a good vibe for his mixtapes and his little shows and showcases and that he puts together and he he gets a really good turnout, man. So let everybody, let, hey, let everybody know how to find you on Instagram, man. Okay, um, follow me on IG 
OG Savion Saddam. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Facebook is Savion CPK Saddam. And uh, let me see. Um, shit, man. Just, hey. this, nigga hates, this nigga hates social media. I can tell already. Yeah, man. I don't really, I don't really let do your, it let your, Let your stepdaughter run your page, bro. <laughs> now, I got somebody else ready. Okay. She, hey, she, she about, she, I think what she said she on now. She on something Snapchat. else now. Snapchat? Yeah, Snapchat. But she don't really do the IG thing no more. Okay. So, but yeah, OG Savion Saddam on IG. Savion CPK Saddam on Facebook. And the project's called Contraband, which Contraband. is available on all streaming platforms. Everything. Apple, Spotify, right. Tidal. Tidal. Everything. Everything. So make sure y'all check out my man. This is the First of All podcast. This is hands down one of the top three stories. <laughs> like, just crazy. And I, I'm definitely going to know how to play some lotto. So you got to teach me how to play some lotto, man. Oh, yeah. All right, oh, man. Yeah. What's up? It's the First of All podcast. Thanks for listening.